You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. to another episode of Diaconia. I'm Deacon Jim Norman, vicar for deacons with the Archdiocese of Chicago. Diaconia is the Greek word for service and the root word for deacon. It's a show by deacons, but it's not for deacons. Today we do have three deacons here. As I said, Deacon Jim Norman, vicar for deacons from Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side. Uh, Our guest today is the director of campus ministry for Bennett Academy, Deacon Christopher Weiland. And we've got always with me Deacon Dave Brensick. Dave, I'll let you introduce yourself. Jim, hi. I, uh, I'm the Associate Director for the Diaconate Office, and I serve at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield LaGrange Park. And today, uh, with Deacon Christopher here, we'd like to explore youth ministry. First, a little bit about your background, which Dave will have some questions for you, but we want to learn more about youth ministry and how to be more effective in that area through your experiences. So we're delighted to have you with us today. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, welcome, Christopher. And just to, if you could start out, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. So uh, married to my amazing wife, PJ, for 31 years. I have two wonderful daughters, Kirby and Murphy, who both just graduated from college and are what? trying to launch their careers at this point in life. Um, I had an amazing career in new product development engineering and business leadership uh, for 31 years. And in 2012, I was called to the diaconate. Uh, I started formation in 2014 and was ordained in 2018, so I just celebrated my five-year anniversary. Uh, I'm at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Parish in Glenview, a big active parish, Mm -hmm. and my... Responsibilities there beyond liturgy uh, are in adult formation, uh, youth Mm -hmm. ministry, uh, support of ministry of care, and probably my biggest ministry there is a ministry of presence, Mm -hmm. just being at the parish for Mm -hmm. events and activities uh, as the parish life proceeds. Uh, I also spend a fair amount of time at Mission of Our Lady of the Angels in West Humboldt Park, uh, just giving them support in their food distribution, community outreach events, um, helping with liturgy and being an extra set of hands and maintenance and care around uh, the community outreach center that they have there at the mission. 
And a year ago, I decided to leave my professional career behind and head into full-time ministry. So as you mentioned, uh, for the last year, I've now been the director of campus ministry at Bennett Academy out in Lyle, the western suburbs of Chicago. You do a lot of traveling. I do a lot of traveling. <laughs> my, my car gets a lot of miles, yes. Well, that had to be an interesting transition for you. Number one, leaving a career after 31 years, and then youth ministry. God had a plan, okay. uh, and I've, it's been curious to watch it unfold, uh, even though I've been part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't always see what's coming next. Okay. Uh, but what I see in my time at Bennett is that the kids really connect and value the fact that I've had a professional life. I've been out in the world. And I can speak to them about being in engineering school in college, going to business school, um, actually working on products that maybe they're aware of or even Mm -hmm. use in their homes. Mm -hmm. And that seems to really open up the opportunity in working with them uh, on the faith, Uh, that they understand that the faith isn't something that's just put into a closet, but something that people who aspire to do things as they do, moving out of high school and into college, um, that, that faith can be part of that. What's a typical day like for you at Bennett Academy? So we start off every day with Mass. So our school is fortunate enough that um, we can have Mass every day in a beautiful chapel there at the, at the Academy. Um, following Mass, uh, as we go through the day, Um, Each period offers the opportunity for different engagement with our students. Um, The day tends to start off a little slow. Uh, Students are kind of settling into their day. Um, And those early periods of the day will be an interaction with me and maybe five or six students in the classroom for the first couple of periods. And then things start to build uh, as we get close to lunch. And then we're looking at groups that are in our chapel, in my office, uh, anywhere from 10 to 25 students. And that's where things really start to open up. The students start to interact with each other. You start to see the personalities. You see the worries, the struggles, the conversations. I like to tell people a lot of my ministry is kind of like being wallpaper. I'm there but they don't realize it. Mm -hmm. And life just unfolds. And it gives me the opportunity to interact with them in their life, where they are, to build that relationship so that it's not just preaching. It's not just uh, Bible-thumping evangelization, but it's evangelization from their life and in their world. Uh, having the opportunity to engage with them and speak with them about what's going on in their life and the pressures and the stresses that they have. So that kind of unfolds. And as the day comes to an end, there's almost always something going on in campus ministry after school. So that might be a devotional gathering in our chapel. That might be going out to the sports field to lead a team in public prayer before their competition. 
Um, that might be a gathering of students that are coming together to do some catechesis uh, on a particular topic. So there's always a little something at the end of the day uh, to carry campus ministry through into their home life. And I just wanted to check in again. So during the course of the day, um, are they coming in, like, say, third period, there's a special topic or discussion, or I can just go see the deacon and director of campus ministry? So a lot of it is just coming into campus ministry, okay. mm -hmm. just being open to the conversations that happen and allowing me the opportunity to bring faith into those parts of their life to remind them that the stresses that they experience as teenagers, um, they don't have to carry it all themselves. Mm. That God is there, Christ is walking next to them, but they have to recognize that and they have to offer up the opportunity for Christ and God in their life to help carry some of the stress. Their lives are very fast paced and it's a very high pressure life that teenagers today have. At Bennett Academy, our students are amazingly bright. They're very driven. They're very engaged. And the school has high expectations for them as well. And they want to perform well, not just academically, but um, they want to have an opportunity to excel in their extracurricular activities. So their days are scheduled. They are They're amazingly full. <laughs> full of activity. And every now and then, they just need someone in their life to remind them that they can slow down. It's okay mm -hmm. to experience the joys of life from letting the stress of maybe not a perfect test go and remembering that they'll have another opportunity you know, next week in that same subject to do better if they were not satisfied with the way they did. But a lot of it has to do with just taking a breath, welcoming God and Christ into their life, and moving forward. You, you started to mention some of the characteristics of today's youth. Uh, a lot of stress, you said. Yes. A fast-paced environment. What do you... From this one year, the first year, what are you seeing as the other things that kind of characterize today's youth? They really want to find meaning in life. It's not just about performance, but they want a meaning behind what it is that they're doing. And they're very open to seeking that meaning out from the faith and from the church. It's it's not all about career anymore. And it's been very enlightening for me to see how receptive they are. They're willing to look to the Catholic Church. They're willing to trust what we have to offer. But what they require is something that's very honest mm. and very real. Um, it's a different experience of the faith in evangelization for the youth. So they want to experience, then they'll join in on the community, and then they'll believe what's driving the community in that authentic experience. As a church, historically, we've asked people to believe, mm -hmm. and then they can join, and then they can experience. But it's the, the youth of today has flipped that 
and they, they have to have that experience first. So a lot of what we do in campus ministry is we offer authentic experience of what being the hands of Christ in liturgy, in service, in pilgrimage, in retreat, what that looks like and what that feels like. And once they have that authentic experience, then they're willing to join and they'll join in. They'll be part of the leadership team. They'll be part of the group that actually executes the programs. Mm -hmm. And then they start to believe. They start to believe because what they see is the group they join is authentic and what they experienced was real. And that's where they really move forward in their faith. They start putting the connections together. They put the connections together. Mm-hmm. You, you talked about, and, and I know we've got about two minutes before we'll go into a break, but this notion of their definition of authentic and genuine is a sense of how do you make it authentic and genuine for them? And that's being yourself. Being yourself with your successes and your failures, your flaws. The students are really open with me. And they're willing to be real with me about what's going well and what's going bad in their life. And I do the same, right? You know, I've been going to school. I've been studying at Mundelein Seminary. And I have days where, you know, writing that paper didn't go as well as I wanted it to Mm go. Or, you know, I was up way too late last night and I'm tired today. And it's the same experience that they have. They, they want to exceed. They want to excel in what they're doing. They spend late nights working on homework and projects. They come in tired in the morning, right? And they see that reflection of life is real for me. You know, it's not just perfect. Mm-hmm. And they really respond to that. Because then when they see that being the authentic me, when I tell them something about our faith, something about how my faith is connected to my joy in my life, they respect that. And they see that as real because they see the other side as well. All right. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about that. Uh, and more about how that has, how you brought that back to your parish community, how we may be able to take it back to our parish community, and maybe even our homes with our own youth. Amen. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. 
We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. Welcome back to Diaconia Call to Service. I'm Deacon Dave Brensick, joined by Deacon Jim Norman. And our guest today is Deacon Christopher Weiland, the Director of Campus Ministry at Bennett Academy. So we were talking about your experience with dealing with young people at, at Bennett and what have been some of the successes you've, you've seen along the way, Christopher? We have a lot going on. Uh, between all of the different programs and retreats and pilgrimages that we have. And, you know, resources are limited. But what I have is I have a campus ministry student board of 35 students. Hmm. And the engagement of these students has been amazing. And what these students really want is they want true responsibility. They don't want little jobs off to the side, but they want the opportunity to truly be responsible for delivery of ministry and program and service. And the success that comes from allowing them to take that leadership, 
to give them the guidance, but to step aside. And as adult leaders, you know, we have to have the courage to let them succeed or let them fail. And that has been one of the big successes is to see these students step up, to have questions and look for guidance, but being willing to take the reins and to run with those programs and ministries, and then to see how they go out, they promote, they recruit involvement from their fellow students, and to see those programs happen uh, has been an amazing uh success uh, over the last year. I would think they'd have more buy-in since they're having input on what you're going to be doing. Absolutely. They, they want to put together programs and ministries and opportunities that their fellow students want to participate in because to them that's the first measure, you know, is if they can get the engagement of their peers then their peer leadership really starts to come to the forefront. And we're doing that by having this uh, ministry board. It's kind of big, um, but I'm really working to get a flow of students through. Mm -hmm. So we have sophomores, juniors, and seniors all on the ministry board. We have various levels of responsibility. I have a senior and a junior who are my two leaders for the year. I have all of the different aspects of campus ministry broken down, um, where each segment has at least two people working in it, uh, so that if one is a soccer player in the fall and very busy, and the other is a, is a swimmer, then they can trade off, mm -hmm. and they can have those opportunities to have that leadership. Our retreats all have student leadership, uh, so that the peers are leading the students through the retreats. Mm. And the change that that has, the openness that that brings when students are willing to put their lives out in front of other students and let them see they're not perfect. Their life isn't perfect. No matter what it looks like on Snapchat or mm. Instagram, their life isn't perfect. And they're willing to put that in front of the other students. And the changes that have come around from having that opportunity to realize they're not alone, that maybe home life isn't perfect, that school, they're not, they're not making the traction like they would like in school or in their sports or in their friendships, you know, that they don't feel as isolated anymore. They feel like they can be more genuine in their own lives and that there are people out there they can share their life with. So that's been an amazing success. Just last week, or two weeks ago, I guess, um, I had the opportunity to be the sponsor for one of our students who uh, came into the Catholic Church. And that was an amazing opportunity to see this young man graduate and then make the decision that where he felt his heart was called was in the Catholic Church. And, you know, in what I consider a few short months, to make the connection where he was willing to ask me to be his sponsor was sure. an amazing success in ministry. And we don't always get to see that. Mm. We plant a lot of seeds, 
we do a lot of watering, mm -hmm. but we don't always get to see things grow the way that I got to see uh, in this opportunity. And you, that's a wonderful success. In your role, are there other success measures that you have um, in the back of your mind or they may be laid out as part of your job? I try to be very fluid. Um, I try to explain to people that measuring ministry can't be just in numbers that sign up, but it's the impact that you have on the students and then the impact those students have on others. And yes, it's nice to see that morning mass last year grew from where we started. And by the end of the year, we probably had twice the participation in daily mass as we had at the beginning of the year. And that's, that's a great measure, right? The number of service hours. We're kind of unique at Bennett. Um, right now, we don't have a required service um, number for mm -hmm. our students. Mm -hmm. And what I see in that is the students that come are fully engaged. You know, we were down at Our Lady of the Angels Mission on probably one of the coldest Saturdays of the year last year. And we had about 25 students down there helping to hand out home goods and clothes to people as they came through the mission. And nobody complained. They were there because they wanted to be there. And that's the kind of success, right? And then they come back and they tell their friends. It's not me doing a better poster or a better email, but it's them telling their friends about what that opportunity was like and that they need to come with us next time. They need to experience that. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of success measures that I have. The fact that I had more students applying for campus ministry student board positions than I could come up with board positions for was a great measure of success. They want to be involved. And probably one of the most amazing measures of success is what the parents are telling me that their students are telling them. Mm -hmm. When they come forward and they, they tell me that their kids want to be involved, that their kids really enjoyed what we were doing last week, that they want to aspire to be one of the leaders in campus ministry. That's a measure of success that those parents are bringing back, that this is the conversation that's going on at home, outside of the pressures of anywhere else. And that's a way that, you know, you can't, you can't put that on a Gantt chart or you, you can't put that on a percentage measure. But what you do is you try to take those successes and then allow them to become part of the culture. Well, just the fact that the, that the kids are talking to their parents, you know, and being willing to share what they're experiencing at school and with the ministry and with working with you, that's, that's really important. Yeah. So, and that's what we're trying to promote. You know, we talked a little bit about uh, challenges while we were off air and, you know, parish ministry has been challenging, um, even in my own parish, even with all the success I've had at Bennett, um, it's still a slow restart mm -hmm. after, you know, the kind of hard stop that COVID brought upon our parishes. And one thing that my home parish has kind of in common with my work at Bennett is that 
a high percentage of the kids that come through our parish grade school go on to Catholic high school. And how do we keep our Catholic students engaged in the parish? That has been a big challenge for my parish, Mm -hmm. that it's very easy to step into the life of a Catholic high school and let that become the center of your faith activity. So I've been trying to bring back the lessons from my parish to encourage my students to remain engaged in their parishes, to challenge them. What are they doing on the weekends? What are they doing in the evenings with their parishes? Because I think when you pull out the kids that are going to Catholic school from parish youth ministry, it makes it harder to pull in the students who are going to public schools and don't have those opportunities in their school. But when you have both of them working together, that's when your parish youth ministry really starts to come to life because you've got everybody bringing their experiences back. And it's not about one school or the other, but it's about the youth themselves and feeling like they uh, belong someplace that's not just their school, just transposed to another another location. Um, so, you know, I've been trying to then bring the experience back to the folks at my parish who are working every day to try to get that engagement increased in the youth in our parish and trying to help transfer some of the successes and some of the the, the practices of giving them responsibility to execute things. So, you know, one of the things we did with some of our youth is we made them responsible for the recording and live streaming of our masses. Mm. That was a very real responsibility. They were the only person in the building pushing the buttons and sending this out over the airwaves, right? But when we started giving them that responsibility, they showed up, they did it, they were there. You know, and that was just one small example of how real responsibility. And if if they messed up, then live stream didn't go out. Right. So we had to be willing to accept, you know, and we gave them the training they needed and everything. And they grabbed onto it and they went. Great. And, you know, so trying to get those responsibilities in their hands. Well, thank you, Christopher. Uh, Keep up the great work at Bennett Academy and. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. my rock.